0: Everyone, welcome to Ending the Drought, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 21. I'm Jason Webster, here with your other hosts, Jake
1: Cranston and Jeff Webster.
2: Gentlemen. It's another week, guys. It's another week. Just barely. It is.
1: It is. Yeah. yeah. Came close to not having another You got to be in it to win it. We're in it. So I yeah. guess that's about the most optimistic viewpoint I can take. I know. Huh.
2: I didn't want to feel worried about that game. I was trying to keep telling myself, like, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll slide through this. We'll be fine. And it it's just, up seventeen to nothing. We, just, we couldn't we couldn't put them away, right? Which is which is right. odd, uh, given the circumstances of their offense. So, I mean, third string backup quarterback. They're missing their best running back. They had two offensive linemen out.
1: Well, and the strange part is, and everybody's aware of this, we gave them a touchdown when Josh fumbled inside our own what ten yard line or whatever, yeah, or around there. Um, they picked it up, ran in for a touchdown. There's a score. You take that off the board, they're back to 24. Because offensively, they didn't do a lot. They, I mean, they literally did not. Waddle and Tyreek Hill could not catch a football for some reason in the first half. I don't care who's right. throwing it. Yeah. These guys should be able to catch a football. And yeah. their I offensive mean, yardage was shit anyway. Yeah, I think the Bills had like 420-some yards. They had 230 yeah, I we, mean, again, we outplayed the shit out of them. We
0: basically
2: doubled them up on total yardage. Yeah. The, the thing is, is, I was leaving that game asking, how the hell did Miami score 31 points?
0: Yes. How?
2: Like, well, they well
0: realistically, I don't think
1: they did. I mean, we kind of gave it to them. They had those three starts. They had the fumble recovery, and then Josh's two interceptions put them on our side of the 50-yard line. Yeah. And then they had a punt return, which put them at, what, our thirty.
2: Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, I mean, yep.
1: honestly, I I don't know if they had to drive the field. How many points they, had, they could have possibly scored?
2: They had one sustained drive that ended up in a touchdown and that yes, two point conversion. Right. That's right. That was like their their one drive that ended up in points. That was that theirs. was like okay, they earned that. Yep. But yep. everything else, like you said, I mean, we joshed through the one lawn pick to Xavier Howard uh, down in the yeah 20, that was really weird line. too.
1: Like, I don't know if John Brown wasn't aware of what was going on because he kind of, like, ran past the play. You know what I mean? Like Yeah,
2: I don't know if he lost it in the sun that's what I'm thinking. or what happened. But and he, he couldn't, couldn't catch he... him
1: when right. he took off the other way either. He, he had gone, like, five or ten yards beyond where the ball was actually caught. So, now, yeah. the guy's facing. He, he literally was basically a, a punt return guy at that point. He was catching yeah. it, and he was taking off. John Brown had momentum going the other way. I get it. But uh, just like the Cole Beasley, I, you know, I don't blame Cole Beasley for that. The guy had his arm, yeah, and it hit his arm, yeah. And I think it was just a bad decision on Josh's part. He should have known that's not tight
2: coverage. Just right, yeah. Right, wasn't right. wasn't a good wasn't throw a good to the way, ground way, throw, way, throw the ball, away. But yeah, yeah. It's just weird. There's just a, there's some odd things that happened in this game. For f- number one, that Dawson Knox touchdown, I, dude, that was turned over. Yes, I mean reversed we watched it over and over at the game i'm not sure it hit the ground i don't see where it visibly hit the ground where they should have overturned that on the
1: video uh, at home you could see but the problem is they called it a touchdown correct so it's it to me it was not conclusive that it hit the ground yes shakir completely different situation right very obviously it hit the ground it did. no question but the fact that if they hadn't called it a touchdown i could see them going we're not going to change it now but they had called that a touchdown right and it was and there was so no conclusive evidence I, that they hit the ground no. it seems like they were breaking their own standards right it could have i mean I, I literally i'll admit that it could have you couldn't really make it out clearly but if you can't make it out clearly you have to go with a call on the field
2: yes that's it, what kind of pissed that, me that was a weird bit. also why didn't stephon diggs touchdown get reviewed it was under oh, two. That was ridiculous. It was under dude. two minutes. It,
1: that they was called ridiculous. them out of
2: bounds, but it was a. Was it, was, and that's why. Do they right? only call it uh, unless they if say they it's a touchdown? If they had
1: called it a touchdown, it would have been reviewed because uh, it was an incomplete pass. They don't review incomplete passes.
0: Which to me, it's so horribly flawed. Correct. Because it they should, should have touchdown that option. Why, if why not you make review it, an it and option? it becomes a touchdown? Then it's a touchdown. Yeah, so it, you should review it. It's like a it's scoring, so right. fucking stupid. It's a scoring right.
2: play. Like, he, you know, he was it in the end could zone. have been, yes. And then why wouldn't Sean McDermott throw the flag on that? Or was he now, Well, did I, he not have the option to? I don't understand.
1: Again, on the home screen, when you're watching at home, yeah. you see that he did not have complete control of the ball when his first foot was on the ground. When he hit hey. the second foot down... He had control of the ball. Yeah, But then that means his next step was out of bounds. So I don't think they would have won the challenge, yeah, although that's... Sean McDermott did win a challenge. He did. Everyone watching good. at home, yeah, yeah, we had different man. angles on it they didn't show on the yeah.
0: Jumbotron at the game, which is why McDermott was so upset, because he didn't get to see the angle that we did at home that showed that it was almost you know conclusively incomplete. That doesn't mean that they shouldn't review it, though. I yeah. agree, 100%. For the amount of time it takes and the effort. Well,
1: beyond that, because the Bills thought they were going to review it, they're letting the clock just run away because you know they're going to get a push. The refs are going to set it back 25 seconds, and then they'll have a chance to run right. their play. So because they didn't know they had to run another play, they weren't preparing for one.
2: Yeah. They that, thought
1: they had a touchdown.
2: It should have been reviewed. I mean. I agree. Yeah, it like, I mean, the whole st- the whole stadium was freaking screaming. Oh, it, I know. He, you can, you can, it looked in, you can man. You could
1: see it like even and through the television lens, you could see that people were just livid.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah, it looked in. Was I mean, horrible. But once again, we go into a game um and we just we are our, our worst by own enemy. two
1: touchdowns.
2: Yeah, we beat ourselves. So that's the yep. that's the problem is that we're up 17 nothing. Obviously, you wish you, you had to take away that Dawson Knox touchdown unfortunately. So we kick the field goal. We go up 17 0. And then after that, we just started playing like stupid football. Right. I've know? heard
1: one person say it. Now, obviously, for we've won. That's our 14th win this year. We've won a lot of football games. But in the past two months, we have made a lot of mistakes. But somebody suggested, I don't remember who it was, that is it conceivable? That the bills are just finding themselves levitating towards their opponent, like the quality of play. They don't have like they got up seventeen nothing. Looks like we're gonna cruise to a win. It's like everybody kind of just settles down and goes, ah, this is no no big deal. We'll, you know, we'll just maintain the lead and we'll get through it. And next thing you know, Miami's driving the field and and they're up seventeen fourteen or whatever. Here's it was, here's you know? my problem with that theory. If you're trying to do that,
0: why aren't you running the football? Why aren't you throwing the short pass? Yeah. Why are you going for the riskiest bomb passes you can go for yeah, at that was all times that throughout was the entire up. game? That's the only way to recover from something like that is your own mistakes.
1: Sean McDermott, Sean McDermott said. that's And that's poor coaching, right? It has to be. Sean McDermott said, I'm sure there's a few plays that Ken Dorsey would like back. One in particular I think they talked about was. I think they ran the ball and then Josh threw two 30 or 40-yard passes that were incomplete, and they ended up punting. I think it was just before halftime or something like that. Because I'm, I'm doing the same thing I'm sure that they were doing. What You need to move the chains. What the fuck are you thinking? You don't have to hit the scoring play every play. Like, move the chains, control the football. Limits mistakes and penalties, and just control the game. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's it seemed like that's were, How we started? It seemed like they were trying to hit a sixty-point victory on this game. The way yeah, we well, that was weird. That's I difference. just don't understand.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's the difference to to me. The difference between D Ball and Dorsey, right? D Ball yeah. was the guy that was is uh, more of a will ring, will rally, you know, back in Josh. We're really not back the in. first person
1: to say that. I heard know? that this week,
2: but he is though. He's he was yep. the type of guy. We get up, then he's like, you know, I'm sure he's like, all right, Josh, you know. Let's 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 be Dial let's be in. smart with the ball. Let's pick up first downs. Let's move the change. Let's try to get the run game involved. If you
1: see a wide open receiver, take a shot. Definitely but, don't do it two do, plays
2: in a row. And uh, Dorsey is just like we get up seventeen nothing and he's like, let's blow these motherfuckers out. Yeah. And just wants to go for the jugular. And it's like, dude, like that we're yeah, you, you can't, you can't I'm play like they're that they're having
1: that conversation this week. I think they Sean McDermott should be having that conversation. They got to be, man. Because I mean, his attitude is a liability to me. Who? Dorsey. Yeah.
0: He's yeah. a hot-headed guy, man. Like, he's been like that his whole career.
1: I mean, was it wasn't his first or second game where he's throwing the fucking iPad down on the ground or slamming his clipboard or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, there's. Yeah, he's definitely an emotional dude.
2: Yeah, there's a mentality that um, he has that can be great, but also that can, can hurt a team. And when he has a mentality of... Just wanting to just pound the ball down the field, boom, boom, boom. Right. And and no, you know, maybe it's gotta be both him and Josh to kind of reel it in a Correct. little bit. Yeah. Because, you know, Dorsey's gonna call the plays. You know, maybe he's gonna have a few, you know, stream routes and he's gonna have some underneath stuff. Maybe Josh just doesn't you know, don't throw those lawn balls when we don't right. need it, man. Well, and that's you know? the
0: thing, right? Like if you're if you're Josh, right, you wanna play hero ball all the time. And we, we like that. So he's he's playing to his own desires, he's playing to the fans' desires. There needs to be somebody that can rein him in a little bit. And right. if you have a guy just like him up in the booth, then how do you ever call the the smart right. option?
1: And that's where your yeah. your head coach, Sean McDermott, comes in. Right. Because honestly And the
0: only times I saw him intervene were again, poor choices, bad timing. Too
1: late. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, it's got a there's a lot going on in this game. Yeah. I mean, it was the longest home game. In, like, Buffalo Bills history. Did you know that?
2: It was. um It wasn't the longest in Bills history. It was, like, the fourth longest in franchise history. Oh, okay. And it longest was. playoff. And I think game, it was. Maybe. I think it was the longest in uh home game history. Yes. Yes. So.
1: Yeah, it's the longest hole. I didn't even
2: realize it was that long until.
0: Dude,
1: it was like 445 or something like that when that game ended. Yeah, Yeah, it was was the. What the shit?
0: To me, it was like long before halftime. I was like, this is kind of feeling like this is dragging on pretty long. I wonder what's going on.
2: Yeah, what happened in the game that would have dragged it out? Because there was no no major injuries. There wasn't a lot of reviews. So I don't know.
1: I don't know. A lot of, I don't know. Yeah. And again, you know, the funny thing is nobody's talking about the fact that there was a couple of passes that Josh Allen made that probably him and another guy or two could possibly ever make. Like oh, that pass yeah. to Stephon Diggs was fantastic. Just, I, an- I, yeah, another again, one. Again, flat-footed, just all-arm, and he just freaking laid it in there. Perfect.
2: And we had uh, Playoff Davish. He showed up finally. Yeah. Why does he show up in the playoffs? And he won't show up in the regular season. I have like, no idea. What's the deal with that?
0: A question that can't be answered right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just yeah, don't I get
2: mean, it. No clue. Hopefully, yeah, like six scraps for 116 Bowl. yards. Yeah. It's like we talked dude, about yeah, this last he,
1: week. Great. I think Diggs had 116 and he was yeah. 114. Yeah. They're, they're right next to him. Isn't that head.
0: wild? We literally talked about this last week. Like maybe Gabe Davis from the playoffs past will show up and there he goes.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he just says he saves it for the playoffs.
1: Well, it's just <laughs> I I mean, I love the fact that now you've got Cole Beasley making a difference, that wide receiver screen. I mean, he made a good play to get in the end zone. Yeah. Um, then you got Khalil Shakir making a great play. James Cook has a nice run for a touchdown. You know I mean? It was like everybody's getting involved. All the players we want to or hope will succeed are succeeding, you know? At least in that game, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in this playoffs, in this Yeah playoff well, hopefully we hope to going see. forward, yeah. all those guys stay involved. Now uh Mike Hyde will not be playing this week. They've already ruled him oh, yeah. out. Yep. Yeah. They're not Jamison Crowder, they haven't made that call. So he could possibly play. You know, now I don't know honestly where you find a spot for him if Cole Beasley's gonna yeah. work the slot mackenzie's kind of left out in the cold to a certain extent but i think he earned didn't his hear much there. out of him yeah
2: no no i think you roll with the same guys um i mean Sha- Sha- it- shakir had a good game Shakir's, so did cook yeah. dude if he if yeah. he
1: had caught that pass he might have had 100 yards i think yeah. that was like a 50 yard play or 55 yards
2: right around there yeah
1: i think he yeah. had over 50 yards 53 or something like that so yeah if he makes that catch who knows he has yeah. a hundred yard game yeah, the future of the Bills certainly does look bright. We picked up
0: some good talent this year. I mean, I didn't think this would be a very big, like, developmental year for us in the middle of the right. season. But, yeah, like, the trade deadline came and went. And I, I thought, yeah, that's what I expected. And then, boom, just out of nowhere. Talent coming out of us at every pore. Yeah, I
1: think Eric Wood was the one that pointed out that if John Brown had been able to track that football better, um, minimally he would have knocked it down. But he could have potentially even caught that pass. Um, and then there was another cheers drop, but Josh could have had 450 freaking yards. I mean, it could have really yeah. had a really good game, but right. the which, mistakes, you know, which that yeah, does
0: it gives you hope, right? Oh, I mean, for sure. You know that the talent's there. You know the ability to you know to achieve this is there. It's just God damn, stop fucking up all the time. Yeah. yeah. In yeah.
2: in years past, the we we would have lost those games. You know, we would have lost that Miami game, or you know, we would have lost uh maybe that patriots game right you know the end of the year and there's there's some other games mixed in this year where we fucked up and we still won and uh the good news out of all of it is we are so damn good or at least we can be so damn good that we can kind of crawl out of our issues but yep.
1: but it's not but you're, it's, it's gonna gonna not get harder and harder the more yeah it's you not go it's the not
2: playoffs. the way to the to, to win you, right. you can't do that mcdermott said it in the press conference he's like we we gotta we gotta learn some hard lessons after this game uh, you you can't do that and go into the next game and expect to win
1: i mean the crazy part is we had everything you had josh allen nearly coming to blows with a defensive lineman That's great because he's blocking him well, on josh's started, interception Josh, yeah, <laughs> josh got he did i mean josh lost his temper because he threw an interception that that guy has every right to block josh allen if he tries to make a play on his mm-hmm. player yeah that's the rule. Oh, absolutely. And Josh lost his shit, and Mitch Morse fucking jumped in. I, I yeah, thought, which yeah. was fantastic.
2: How many quarterbacks you see go <clears throat> after a, a defense lineman like that besides fucking Josh uh, Allen? I know man.
1: total altogether none, <laughs> Dude, not you know, a single he, one. He
2: f- he pushes them slips falls down gets back up cuz he's pissed he slipped yeah. and
1: goes yeah. back
0: at him again yeah that was insane it's funny man insane. like most of the time josh is a real big guy but when he pushed him i was like i wouldn't do that man yeah <laughs> it looks like the a guy's real bad got choice. Like
1: 80 pounds on
2: you yeah, dude he didn't
1: move that's
0: the time
2: <laughs> yeah, to back off yeah man. yeah that's that's crazy i mean that shows you the the fiery spirit exactly. in the guy which exactly. which you can't deny but yeah you got to be careful doing that shit man for sure so. for sure
1: yeah. Yeah, it had yeah. everything. That's why I say the game had everything, man. It, like I say in the first quarter, it looked like it was going to be a cakewalk. I mean, it really looked like it was going to just go our way and it was a, you know, 25, 30 points later, the yeah. game's over and everybody's happy, but it was an unenjoyable know. victory.
0: And yes. I know I know there's a lot of fans out there that get really upset when you talk about shit like that, but like it is, man. It, it was it was a game that I didn't feel good when we were done.
1: I didn't That's feel proud. I didn't about. feel confident Same about thing. the future. Right. You know? At least the immediate I mean, future. I, I feel very yeah, confident for about sure. long-term future. For the future of the playoffs. But the playoff, yeah, for this playoff run right now. I mean, again, Cincinnati had their issues with the Ravens. I mean, literally, the Ravens were almost going to Kansas City and Jacksonville was coming to Buffalo. That's how close it was. It was one play, which, again, I'm with uh, – Dobbins, J.K. Dobbins went, if I had run the ball, I'd have got in there. I, I agree 100%. He was running the ball effectively all day. Yeah. And I don't know who called that play where your quarterback's going to leap over, you know, six-foot-four, six-foot-five defensive linemen to get the ball over the goal line. Well, And they run it back the other dude, way for a touchdown. That's the final score. Here's a problem with that play.
2: All right. So the quarterback sneak is fine. But the way they did it was retarded. It's stupid. You, you don't have two guys behind you to push you into the end zone, exactly, while you're leaping in the air. That doesn't work, dude. Right. If you're gonna have two guys behind you to push you in, you go, you low. go low, and you and you get pushed in. Yep. I don't understand why the heck they would have done that. It made no sense to
1: it, me. It, no. And it, why not just hand the ball off to Dobbins? You're at like or that. the two or three yard yeah. line. It's first down. The guy's gonna get a yard and a half every time he touches a ball in two plays. You're gonna be in the end zone. Yeah, 100%. I mean he's just that strong. Yeah, sneaking, sneaking Huntley
2: there again. Like if they would have done it the traditional way, you had a couple guys behind you pushing you, in, you're going low. Right. I get it, but why Put you your leaping, tight end man? in
1: motion? Maybe do a lead block in front of your quarterback and have a ride right receiver. Yeah, yeah. Or Dobbins pushing from behind. Yeah, that was I mean, just dumb, it was dumb,
2: man. It was a dumb play. It
1: reminded me of that Super Bowl with Seattle. Throwing a pass instead of having Marshawn Lynch just pounded into yeah. the fucking end zone. The guy's guaranteed to get in the end zone. Yeah, give over him a couple of tries. Don't overthink
2: it. Right? right. Don't overthink that shit. But dude,
1: it would have been 24-17 Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. That might have been the final score.
2: Yeah, could have been. That sucks. Also, uh, Brady's done. So yeah. I I Dick. Game was shitty because I fucking hate Dallas. I, I hate Brady, so <laughs> I do too. I couldn't yeah. cheer for anybody in that game,
1: but I still. But Brady's I, out, I, so I waited very close. But to me, having Brady eliminated from the playoffs just made me feel better. I, even yeah, though yeah. Dallas is there, I don't think they're going to get past. Pe- Man, everybody's talking like Dallas is going to the fucking Super Bowl. Did they forget that Washington just about fucking wiped the floor with them? Yeah, dude, the, like the two memes two weeks are ago? real.
0: People are memeing for the Cowboys so bad; yeah, it's all over the internet. Fuck? I yeah. don't know when they
1: became the like heroes, dude. One game.
0: It's just
2: their I America's mean, one team, right? Blah, 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 like who cares? Yeah,
1: maybe, but God, a week earlier it looked like they couldn't fucking get out of their own way. Well, Dak beat- Prescott threw like thirty percent. They feel great because they
2: beat a Tampa Bay team with a 46-year-old quarterback. They were 8-9. Exactly. A team that just looked like dog shit all season long, and it's like, whoa, you better watch out for Dallas now, folks. Like, Okay, when they go to San Fran, they're going to get mopped. I don't care who you are.
1: The hilarity to me is you've got Tampa Bay who thinks they have to keep running Leonard Fournette. He's not their best running back. You've got Dallas who has to keep running Zeke Elliott. He's not their best running back. Neither club can come to terms with the fact that the guy they're paying a shit ton of money to isn't their best running back.
2: Yeah, just stupid game like Dallas. Yeah. Dallas yeah. Dallas is like on a high horse, and they're going to just get creamed when they go to San Fran, man. Yeah,
1: Tampa Bay it really is has been a liability all year. Like I said, yeah. they got in the playoffs only because they're in the worst division in football, and then you're going to get all excited because you beat them. Way to go. Yeah. Good job.
2: Let's move over let's, to the Yeah,
1: let's try San Francisco.
2: Yeah. Uh let's move <laughs> over to that Jacksonville game real quick. Did you guys watch that at all? Dude,
1: I didn't get to see much of the game, but I did watch the highlights. That's fucked up. I didn't watch it either, but You saw I, the
2: highlights, Jay? I heard a lot about it. I saw a couple videos. I watched the entire game from start to finish, and I've never seen Trevor Lawrence or maybe a quarterback just look that bad in a first half of football besides maybe Nathan Peterman. <laughs> pretty close man yeah, that's a good comparison <laughs> dude, though <laughs> at
1: one point on 13 attempts he had four completions to his team and four completions to the other team
2: yes sir two of them on to attempts, samuel jr picked him off twice and it's 20- i've never s- seen that before dude 27 nothing and then they just mustered up a touchdown before the half and i'm like i turn around and said to my wife i'm like i go well at least they scored a touchdown in the first t- half that might make it somewhat of a game right but i didn't ever expect him. i mean they went and they outscored him. after that uh it was 30 four, to not th- th- th-
1: no, no. Th- it was 28
2: 28 to 3 right because it ended three. up three and then they came back and and then ended up you know beating them so i was just, yeah
0: that's two games this season that were just completely insane comebacks yeah
2: here's a cool stat that's for like you guys the third trevor lawrence
1: comeback or something
2: trevor lawrence has never lost on a saturday uh, including high school and college. No, oh, really? So guess guess who they're what day they're playing the Chiefs on?
1: Saturday. Indeed, motherfucker. Huh? You know it's another thing about stat.
0: that. Uh, man, stats are wild, aren't they? <laughs> guess who is... Because like, there's no way. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, but, like, no that's There's right. no way anyone could convince me that means a fucking thing. Well, okay. like that's that's some horoscope shit to me. Like it's a cool oh, stat. If he though. plays on no, a Saturday, but... he's gonna win because you know he's got a big dick or something. Like I don't know why. The fuck here's hey, a be, real like... stat. It's cool though.
1: Yeah. Here's a real stat. One Bills player is 13-0 this year. One Bills player is 13-0? Jordan Poyer.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh, yeah that, that's real. to lose while
1: he's on the field. Yeah. Now, that's actually that mean, something that could be meaningful. It's possible, but I don't put a lot of stock in <laughs> I, I love
2: it. Not losing I, on a Saturday is pretty cool, though.
1: Yeah. yeah it is cool. It is a cool <laughs> stat. It's but it's one
0: of those things that no, i know it's
1: like it doesn't people really will rip you new I, yeah, I, yeah. Really? I want
0: you to be right i want them to win
1: just so it stays that way how fucked up would that be though right right though yeah josh allen's never lost a football game if the sun was shining yeah right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, i know right
2: yeah he doesn't wear a cup and he wins a football Dude, game
1: actually that reminds me that's why he likes jumping over people so much because he knows he's teabagging them <laughs> exactly <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Talking about nice weather <laughs> tomorrow. Tickets go on sale for the AFC Championship game in Atlanta Thursday. To season holder, season Thursday. ticket holders. Thursday. Yeah, but can't you register tomorrow or something? Do you registered
2: heard... tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not dipping into that, unfortunately. Why, Why not? Is... I can't go to Atlanta.
1: Why not? I just have fly down. I don't have take the, actual, the
2: wife. I don't have the extra funds, dude. Yeah, no shit. Dude. I'm I'm broke in the winter. I I get it, man. I'm not slinging. It. I'm not slinging no no meats. So yeah, you know, I just. I, plus, I'm taking the family to Florida, uh, February 5th through the 12th. By okay. the way, by the way, you guys are going to be like, "You idiot!" I fl- <laughs> I, fl- I fly back on Super Bowl Sunday.
1: You idiot! Oh, we talk- I think we already <laughs> talked about that, didn't we? Didn't we? We must say- have. Isn't like, that, the good that retarded? It's though th- you're flying in like earlier in the day and the game's at like 6 or something. So. I get back
2: at like 3.30.
1: Yeah, so you might have time to screen just home enough time to TV. Yeah, to get home and it's like take a half hour nap.
2: Yeah, so could you imagine if my fucking flight got canceled? Dude, that would suck horribly. I'm- I.
1: Don't I could just say see it. you don't watching.
2: Say
0: that. I could just see you watching the game in like an airport lounge. <laughs> a bunch of <laughs> Dude, I would
2: be fucking livid. That would hor- that would be sucky, especially be really sucky. especially if the fucking if, if the, we're talking if the Bills are in the Super Bowl, that's what we're we're saying here. I wouldn't, right. give, I wouldn't give a right. shit. Yeah, if, if the Bills were in a Super Bowl, I give yeah, a fuck. It's
1: Dallas and Kansas City or whoever. Right. 49ers in Kansas City. Go fuck. it. I don't care. Yeah,
2: but so I hope I, they I mean, both lose. I, I don't know. I I booked the whole thing. Yep. And not even again.
0: And I did that fucking last year. What is wrong with me? I did it. <laughs> I did it last
2: year when we went to Disney.
0: Yeah, but you're consistent. Dude, that's, it's like Home Alone. You're on Home Alone you too, right? Know. What the fuck? We keep forgetting about Kevin.
2: I don't get it. I'm just I'm stupid. I got to fucking circle this shit on the calendar.
1: Right. Do, do not schedule.
2: Yeah. Do not go anywhere on this day. Is what I got to do. Yep. Jesus.
1: Well, here's hoping that you get back in time to watch the Bills beat i don't know 49ers Niners? i mean dude, I, can, Eagles? I can
0: i can just see you like if they go to the fucking super bowl you being like we got to leave a day early i'm sorry right <laughs> yeah. we gotta I'm figure
2: driving out
1: how got to get back i'll meet you guys <laughs> oh when dude you get back. i'll
2: be flying back with extreme anxiety yeah. Yeah. oh yeah for We're sure pulling odell beckham yeah great people get kicked off the plane yep. Marshall yeah but like, what is him.
1: wrong with this guy he's fucking <laughs> he's shaking and he's shit pacing the floor yeah
0: he took his pants off. What's happening?
1: <laughs> no, he's just right. really excited. I don't know. Yeah. they would think nothing of that.
2: Yeah, that that would be bad. Did you guys see the released video, by the way, of him? No, no. What a douchebag, dude! Just like long story short, guys, he's a psycho. He, he's so sad. He got on the plane and he was all fucked up, like going in and out of like consciousness, like passing out right. and waking up or whatever. And the the flight attendants were like, "Listen, we gotta we gotta do something. This guy is all fucked up. He won't even put a seatbelt on." He can't talk to anybody. He's not acknowledging nobody. Right. So finally you got like the marshals and shit in there, and they're trying to talk to him and be like, dude, dude, like, listen, you gotta you gotta get your seatbelt on. You gotta you gotta wake up. What's going on? Right. So finally he was just like giving them a hard time. And they're like, All right, everybody's gotta get off the plane. Yep. Everybody's gotta go. He's standing there fucking MFing people. Right. It's Cause some guy, one guy, like, oh, lo and behold, he said something shitty to so odell beckham because he's fucking pissed he's got to get off the plane right and odell's like because of him odell's like oh fuck you he's like you know what i'm gonna do because i'm rich i could fucking I'll, i'm gonna get off this fucking plane and i'm gonna catch a fucking private plane home and you're gonna have to fucking rebook and he's like just being this douchebag to people and uh so that's like this whole video so on twitter dude people especially bill's mafia were pounding on being like dude yep. we don't want nothing to do with this motherfucker.
1: No, yeah. nope 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 you I don't think I mean? Brandon Bean or Sean McDermott will touch him at this point. Yeah, Von yeah. Miller was probably sitting there like, you dumb motherfucker. Yeah, because they're actually That's gotta, friends. Yeah, like,
2: Von Miller's got to be like, what the fuck? I was trying to vouch for you for this team. Right. And you,
1: you go and do stupid shit like that, you idiot. Yeah, Von Miller, uh, speaking of which, has been one of the better moves the Bills have made in two decades. No doubt. This sucks. Uh, maybe other give, than Mario Williams. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like uh, He's still saying he wants to play out his contract, so... Hopefully he'll be able to help us more next year or whatever. But I'm thinking, he and will, even but, in the locker room, I guess he's been fantastic. Like everybody likes the guy. He's yeah. really. He he knows football, man. He's no dummy. He's following Brandon Bean around. I'm trying to remember who was it. Oh yeah, I think it was uh, Deion Dawkins was doing an interview talking about the fact that like, you know, he's kind of giving him ribbing him about the fact he's following fucking brandon yeah. around because he wants to be a gm one yeah. day that's great he's it's taking like notes awesome. him, man good for him you know <laughs> no doubt that's very cool you know he's like he's you gotta a, love the guy he's I a
2: mean. true nerd though he is he like, really is. like if you look into like him and his lifestyle he's oh, like he's God. he's a nerdy
1: he's a nerdy guy dude did you he ever is. see his closet full of shoes and hats Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah! That's oh crazy. my god, what the fuck? He actually had like he pays somebody to fucking like take care of his clothes and his shoes and shit. Like, no what doubt. the fuck? No doubt, dude. If <laughs> I was insane,
2: if I was mega rich like that, I oh yeah. I would have a shoe problem because I'm like a huge, huge uh, uh, Jordan Michael uh, Jordan Michael fan. Oh, Michael Jordan fan. And I, I, I love like tons of his shoes, but I can't afford buying you know two hundred dollar pair of shoes all yep. the time. I have, I have uh two pair that i've ever bought in my entire lifetime that's it you know what i mean right because i can't justify like buying 200 hundred dollar pairs of shoes like
1: yeah no way and then i
2: don't and then i'm a pussy i don't want to wear them because i don't want to get them dirty (laughs) 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 so i'm like why you know
1: yeah why do i have them i'll never but yeah if
2: i was rich though i'd be i would have a fucking collection oh yeah
1: well he does he's doing pretty good he does man he's yeah and that's nuts that's cool, though. I mean, he's a good dude. He really is. He's good
2: I just dude. wish we had him for this run, man.
1: It would make life a lot easier if we had Micah Hyde and him. I mean, I, I don't know if there's a team in the league that would even have a chance, honestly.
2: Yeah, that's the thing is, like, if we had a healthy roster right now, like you're talking everybody all in right here, it would it just would
1: be looking good. Yeah, it would be. Speaking of that question, so I'm hearing mixed or some conflicting information Um The Cincinnati Bengals, I think when they were going into that game against the Bills originally, had one of, I think, the only team or one of the only teams starting all five of its offensive linemen all season long. They lost one to IR, Collins. Yep. Done. Uh, And then they got two more guys, one with a dislocated knee from this past game. Previously, I think the guy's name is Kappa, had a, a... Injured his ankle. They're calling both of them week to week. Yeah. Now I did hear there's a chance that the dislocation in the knee. He had it happen once before, and he did play in the next game. So, who knows?
2: It looks like two out of the three are going to be out. At least two of
1: the three, possibly three out of their five starting offensive linemen. Right. How much of a factor do you think that plays in the Bills? Um, They did manage to get to um, Skylar Thompson. Four times, I think, he had four sacks. Matt Milano yep. had two. Yep. Um, so you think that's going to be a factor. You think that'll help them get to Burrow. Burrow is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, from what I understand, against the Blitz. Yeah. But if you can get your front four to get pressure on them consistently, they're saying that's how you beat them. That's what Baltimore did. Mm-hmm. You need to get pressure on them, but you can't put too many resources that yeah. way.
2: Yeah, we're not known, obviously, as a huge blitzing team where no. we're the big nickel rush four, uh, you know, play zone coverage, try to keep all the big plays in front of you type defense. But right. the thing is, is you you have to attack uh, a weakness. And right. when you have a weakness like that, there's got to be, you know, times and downs um, when when you have to at- attack Joe Burrow, because. Like you said, he's one of the top-rated passers against the Blitz. Right. So you don't want him to burn you all game long like that, but you also don't want to sit back and let him throw all over you either. So yep. there's got to be a like a healthy uh, plan of attacking him. Right. You know, it just depends on if we can get home. The, the biggest thing is if we can get home with four guys against their front four, That that's that's where we can keep it lopsided, right? Yep. That's where we
1: get a real advantage. Yeah. Now, the fact that two of those sacks came from Matt Milano obviously means on those two plays, we blitzed. Yeah. You know, he doesn't rush the passer on a regular basis. So um, now I don't know if another lineman maybe dropped back into coverage, maybe something like that. Yep. Uh, Epinesa can do that. So not sure how that went down. I didn't really examine it that closely. Uh, and I know Boogie Basham had a sack and I don't remember the other one, but yeah but yeah, so uh, hopefully that'll that'll play to our advantage where we'll be able to get a little more consistent pressure with the front four yeah and and be able to uh, still cover you know play our nickel dime package that we'd like to play.
2: Yeah I feel I feel like um, if we can go into this game and do that, plus I I don't know. I haven't heard anything about Dane
1: Jackson's injury. Um, Sean McDermott said he could have returned to the game. Okay. But that they didn't feel it was necessary for him to do so.
2: Which means he's probably going to be available. Yeah, which means they felt confident or they liked
1: what they saw. in In the second half of that game, I think looked better than he has probably most of the season. Yeah. and Uh, Consistently, like uh, consistently play after play after play. Right. He played extremely well. He played really well. And the biggest thing I like
2: that we can get at Elam is, and I don't know if they're doing this, I I, I guess I never really pay too much attention, but if they play him man-to-man and they're zoning other guys out, I mean, he's so good at man-to-man. Like that's what he was good at in college. And and that's what they've done a little bit with him that I've seen or they've talked about in previous games before and I like that because if we can keep him man to man let's say like T Higgins for instance I looked at some stats today actually with the Baltimore Ravens in their last games looked at last year's playoffs T Higgins was their 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 factor that he was their big play guy right. so if we can shut a guy down like that and then you know keep a guy roll a guy over um
1: Maybe give some help on Jamar Chase. And Jamar
2: Chase or something like that. Because you got
1: Boyd, you gotta, you're going to have to have some coverage there. Yes. Um, Question, and again, there was so much going on in this game. Dean Marlowe. Yeah. Had a pick. I, again, didn't look at every statistical category and how many snaps he had, all that shit. I know he's filling in for DeMar Hamlin for the most part. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I, he doesn't look like he
2: gets caught out of place so like good
1: he, fundamental football he knows
2: the defense he knows where he needs to be he's um he's he's not looking like he's you know he he doesn't look like he's getting put put out of place anywhere he right, doesn't look like right. he's making a dumb move um he just yeah he's, i thought he played pretty yeah, well he's he's making he's playing the defense like it's intended to be played right and he he obviously I you know he, he's a drop-off from micah is he a drop off from Hamlin? I'd say yes in the in the run game support. He's yeah. a drop off, but yeah. coverage wise, I'd, I'd say he's he's equal, or maybe maybe he's a little better than Demar at at, at coverage. Yeah, I think so.
1: Cincinnati is a below average running team. You know, Joe Mixon, I I think he's under four yards a carry this year. Right, they haven't been crazy successful running the ball. No, obviously, incredibly successful throwing the ball. So that's going to be a key. Um again, good things that came out of the game. I thought Tremaine Edmonds had another really good game. He's, I thought he yeah. looked really good. I mean, this this may be, and, and people are talking about this a little bit this week. Um, he's due a contract. That's his fifth year. Mm-hmm. He's 25. Like he literally is just entering his prime yeah. over the next year or two. And this year, in my opinion, he has looked better, especially towards the end of the season, than he has in his career. Yeah, and he's one like of those. He's, po- oh, I'm no, he's positionally sound, I'm, I think is the biggest thing.
0: Yeah. He's one of those guys that sometimes when someone's doing their job, you don't hear about them. And, and I feel like now he's entering a new role phase where he's starting to actually pop up a little bit more. Yep. And I'm enjoying
1: seeing him be a playmaker. It's, it's tackles really cool. Tackles for loss. He's in the backfield. He's pressuring quarterbacks. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah,
2: yeah. There's some decisions for sure that uh, Brandon Bean's going to have to make moving forward with this team. That's going to be um, tough. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is because you got guys coming up like, like you said, Tremaine Edmonds, Poyer. You, you got to think of Ed Oliver. Yeah, Poyer moving forward. Obviously, Micah Hyde's going to be on his last year of his deal next year. You know, Singletary's coming up too. Yep. Um, you know, I, I know people have issues with with some of his game and his fumbling problems and stuff like that but he's still been a fairly solid back uh, for and Josh, for us so Josh likes him Josh likes he's him he's
1: comfortable with him in the backfield
2: you got to figure out what to do you know uh wide receiver you know look uh, let's look across the board for a second um is I, Isaiah McKenzie worthy of uh, grabbing another deal on this team I don't do, know do we want to move forward with paying Gabe Davis right. you know there's
1: Naheem Hines is not that old Right. He's obviously a fantastic returner. The guy had two kickoff returns. Yeah, I mean in we've we've game, replaced
0: but... Isaiah McKenzie at least temporarily in both of his roles. Yep. I don't know yeah. why you would keep him unless he was at least excelling at one of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean it's he's, hard.
2: He's on a one year deal. We're not paying him. He's he's on a peanut deal. Yep. I think he's unfortunately I would say he's on his way out.
1: Yeah, super guy. But uh this came up in conversation with somebody that Brandon Bean um, he's business first kind of a dude. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't a popular thing to let John Brown go, but he thought it was necessary. Cole Beasley, I think basically they opted to let him retire because he was not going to return. I'm sure they told him that. You know, these are popular people, and Cole Beasley less than others, but Harrison Phillips, we've had guys that are very popular in the community and with the team, that have been tough decisions and Brandon Bean has made them and he's got a bunch coming up this year. He does. A bunch.
2: Yeah, this is kind of the um
1: It's
0: gonna be a heartbreaker.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This it's is gonna the, be tough. This is like the gray line of of uh this team, I guess, since he's been here, where it's like, all right, you really have to choose one way or the other, who you keep and who you gotta let go. Yep. You really gotta make those tough decisions because these are They're his core guys. These are the guys they brought in. These are the guys they've drafted. Yep. Now they're making decisions. Before, I I feel like it was easier for them because it was you know part of of Rex's team or those type of guys. So you know they were they had it a little better. Like hey, we you know we want our own guy. Let's draft our guys. And now now they're in the mix of these are their guys. Yeah. Tell me
1: uh, actually now that we bring this whole thing up, another thought comes to mind is. Give me your take on Isaiah Hodgins and the New York Giants, man.
2: Well, I mean, I think I pretty much made it clear all season long, even not on the podcast, when I'm just talking to you guys, just shooting the shit about the Bills on a daily basis, like how much I liked him and how much I thought he deserved a shot in this team. They gave him one. They signed him to the fifty-three man roster. Yep. He made some solid catches. It wasn't. He's not flashy. He's right. not a. He's not a huge play guy. But he's a guy that gets open and catches the ball. Those are two huge things that you need on a football team. And but Dave, Sean
1: McDermott has brought up before.
2: Correct. And Dable knows how to use him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm pretty sure Dable probably had a uh, a say in drafting him because he was here for that
1: for sure.
2: And um, he didn't get on the field for whatever reason all says, "Bring them in," and he he knows how to use them. And he look he's, at look at him now, he's man, being productive.
1: Yeah. So and it's it not sucks. the first time. And and every club has their hits and misses, right? Like they always do. Yeah. Everybody does. I don't quite care who you are.
0: Yeah. And there's more to it than that. <clears> also, it's it's what type of guy do you want to be? What type of scheme do you want to run? Right. It's not. It's not saying that he would have been that successful had he remained here. True. Dable might be
1: able to get the most out of him yeah. in a way that Dorsey couldn't. Jer- Daniel Jones is a different quarterback and and kudos to Brian Dable, man. He he made him look like a quarterback when nobody else could.
2: Dable, if he beats I, I think beating Minnesota elevated his chances of coach of the year. I if, think so if too. He, he
1: needs to win one more. At if least.
2: he wins, if he beats Philly, he's locked it. Oh yeah. He's Absolutely. locked it. No I doubt. mean, I mean what he's been what he's done with the Giants in his first year, dude. Yep. I mean, they, they 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 don't deserve to be in the division. I don't care what you say. Yeah, but I agree. I mean, not not talent wise is what I guess what I should say. Talent wise, they just they don't have.
1: Oh, to be in the playoffs, you're saying this year.
2: Just even to the division or into the divisional round.
1: Yeah, right. right. You know there what you I go. mean? The, yep.
2: For them to get there with the talent pool, I mean, they're depleted at wide receiver. You know Darryl that.
1: Slayton and Isaiah Hodgins. And Dude,
2: like, look at what Evan Ricky Ingram James has James done. Or I think guy's look what was? Evan Ingram's done in Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah.
1: They, right. they, for some reason, didn't like him in, in in New York. And boom, he's gone. And he always seemed like he was decent. But again, right. like Jason pointed out, a lot of it's scheme. A lot of it's yeah. what are we trying to do? What are we trying to accomplish? Now, I know one thing the Bills do like is tight ends and wide receivers who can block down the field. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yards after catch if they can, if they're effective blockers. Maybe that was an issue for Hodgins. Uh, we know that he kind of struggled with special teams. so. There's a lot that goes into it, and like I say, everybody has their hits and misses. Uh, bringing in Poyer and, and Michael Poyer and Michael Hyde were probably the exact opposite, yeah. right? Yeah. Like when nobody else really was even looking at these guys, there's something that these guys looked at Brandon Bean and went or Sean McDermott. I think they're good players. Let's give them a shot, right? You know, right. And I will say that
0: you know every time I've seen Dable on TV. The dude is love in life, and I am so happy for yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that, well that's kind of how
1: I feel about Isaiah Hodgins,
0: too. And it's hard to lose him, but at the same time, I'm glad that we didn't lose him for no reason. You know, it's I good to I, see him win. Yeah, yeah, and I
1: and I keep finding myself saying that, yeah, I think he's got a real shot at coach of the year, but give it a few years. Give it give it let's see where he's at after three years. Because you know, part of it is maintaining like the Bills. Went to the playoffs first year. It was kind of a miracle. They had Tyrod Taylor and they lost in the wild card round. Then they rebuilt their team to a certain extent. They had to get rid of a lot of dead cap, six and 10. But every year since, it's double digit wins year after year after year. Yep. That's kind of what I'm looking for. Like, I want my team to at least have a shot at a Super Bowl by making the playoffs, <clears throat> excuse me, by making the playoffs year after year after year. Like, I, you know, I mean, I don't think you can really ask for much more than that.
2: Yeah. Especially, especially when we didn't make it for 17 years. Right. Yeah.
1: There's, right. <laughs> there's not much more we could ask for. Especially no. us. It's funny. Cause no. you know, conversations at work, there's been some shots at Sean McDermott yeah. and, and in game mistakes. Right. And there was a couple that where he was called out on as far as bad timing on timeouts and stuff like that. Right. He had his reasons, whatever. But, again, I find it hard to criticize the winningest coach in franchise history, Yep, which is where he's at right
2: now. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough to do that because, again, I mean, we went 17 years of just coach after coach after just mediocre, you know, mediocrity to mediocrity, and it was just yep. six and ten seasons and five Nine and elevens, and, and it's just, you eight, know what I mean? So, so, when, so when you get to a place where you're – Won a division three years in a row and you're in the divisional uh
1: two two years in a row,
2: right? Yes. Um you AFC know AFC
1: championship, divisional round last year, division yeah. around this year. So I mean minimally
2: the success is there. Now I don't care if you're Andy Reid or if you're you know, uh Shanahan or who you are, you're 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 going to make boneheaded mistakes. For sure. Nobody's yeah, everybody nobody is flawless, right? Yeah. It just comes down to, you know, the difference to me with those guys are um, they're offensive-minded coaches, right? Right. And I think in today's game, when you're hiring a guy that has that offensive mind, they're, they're making more of the calls, you know, that matter to the game, you know, scoring right. points and, and things like that. McDermott, I think unfortunately kind of sits back and lets the O coordinator handle all of that stuff and the D yep. And then he, sure. and he, and he oversees more of what happens with the defense, I think. Right.
1: Well, probably he's a defensive guy. Yeah. yeah it makes so, sense. so
2: yeah. I, I mean, I, I see where the, the, the gripe comes in, in certain instances where yep. if he's not making, you know, that if he's not overriding somebody offensively for a call or whatever, but I mean, is it, is that what he should really be doing or, you know, right. I, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's yeah. tough.
1: No, I get it. Yeah, for sure. It's it's a complicated thing. I mean, yeah, in today's modern NFL, it's not like you're drawing plays in a dirt. This is very complicated systems. Uh, I heard. I don't know if it's true, but Ken Dorsey usually calls two plays, um, and then Josh Allen can read the defense and pick one of those two. Yeah, that was part of that criticism on those two long passes. Because again, the thinking is, and maybe that's not the case, but the thinking is that those two plays, those two options, were both the same play, like yep. long passes. Right. You know, like you said, going for the juggler, trying to put them away, and you can put them away. I think just by controlling the clock, moving down the field, and scoring touchdowns, you
2: can. And, and the play call when when Josh is throwing, you know, that that long pass to John Brown. The 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 play call itself wasn't bad. It, Correct. If you see single high coverage with no safety and you got one on one to go long, that's a that's I would take that all day. But the yep. timing of that play wasn't advantageous wasn't to the game flow. Correct. You know. Correct. We we should have been more cautious of. All right, look, man, we're up seventeen nothing. Let's let's kill some clock. Let's move the chains. Our defense is playing well. Yep. You know we don't need to turn the ball over. So. You know, the play call itself, I like, especially if that was Stefan Diggs, I would have took one-on-one all day with him. Right. But it's just bad timing, not, not, the, not the right time to throw a deep ball when you're up that.
1: I agree. And it's funny because I, I keep having these, I find myself with these constant criticisms over and over and over again, one of which that kind of irritates me is that you don't see the RPOs. Like Josh used to scramble. He'd roll out. If a guy came to him, that left somebody open. If the guy tried to cover that guy, Josh Allen had room to run. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It always seemed like minimally, if it was third down, you need a couple of yards. It's almost guaranteed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. On that play. And it just doesn't seem like we run many of them. The the, the, well, the wide receiver we And we're screen, also running it up the
0: middle a lot more, which I think is a lot correct. riskier for Josh and not really working out that well for us most of the
1: time. Right. Yeah, right.
2: And we gave up seven sacks, which was a little alarming. That's a little bit much. You know. But, uh,
1: Spencer Brown was really bad. He had a very tough game.
2: See, and that's... Deion
1: Dawkins struggled. That's something... Yeah, that our, I, our O-line's struggling hard.
2: Yeah, that's something I brought up to you guys in the podcast last week. I said, like, Spencer Brown, like, this offensive line, for some reason, is just, it's one week it could be pretty good. Right. And then another week it's not good at, at all. and yeah, And I was just worried that... Spencer Brown, specifically Spencer Brown, you know, when he has bad games, does they're he bad. not have bad they're games, bad. right? Yeah, they're really bad. So
1: And a lot of times he's facing some really good competition. Sure. There is no doubt. But, but that's dude, going to happen almost every game in the NFL.
2: But when you're uh when you're when you start seeing um when you start seeing like during the game flow, you start seeing a problem, right? Yep. Then it's like, okay, like don't leave him on an island, man. Well, right. and that
0: should be uh, something that isn't addressed week one of the fucking playoffs. If you right. know that's a problem and it's right. consistent, why are we here now? We talked about yeah. this back at a, the trade deadline.
1: We said that if they were going to make a move, a couple of areas would be safety in offensive line. Uh-huh. We felt, as a group, I think, that we needed to kind of tighten that up. It was very surprising you know?
0: to see that deadline come and go.
1: Yeah. I, I think Saffold has struggled some. Like... I, I don't know. It's just there's definitely something going on with that offensive line. It's just not gelling right now, whether it's communication for whatever reason. But like I said, I've seen Spencer Brown get beat on probably at least a quarter to a third of the pass protection. Now, to derail this a little bit,
0: we're kind of going a little over time. So why don't we, knowing all that we know about our issues and our successes going into the next game, do our score predictions here. Good plan. I'm in.
2: Yep. Obviously we got the bungles coming up. So
1: Bungles.
2: What do you guys feel about this matchup? Anybody worried? You guys feeling confident?
1: I no, I'm definitely worried. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. no doubt. I mean it's
0: hard, worry, it's right? hard not to <laughs>
1: they, be worried, and it's gonna be an emotional game all. They around. took an early yeah. lead in the game that was canceled. Uh they looked really good. Even though it was less than ten minutes a game, it it looked like they were the better team at that point. So yeah. absolutely worried. Yep. They have some injuries you know hopefully we can take advantage of that i still think the the buffalo bills if nothing else they find ways to win games i think they're up to what i don't know eight nine wins in a row or something seven eight nine somewhere there eight yep yeah so eight wins in a row not all of them handily but they're winning those close games so i'm still going to take the bills i think the spreads currently around five yeah yeah which i think might be a little bit much so i'm gonna i'm i'm being totally honest i think it's going to be still be fairly high score and i'm going to do something around 35 to 32 maybe something like that 35 32 yeah okay something yeah. in yeah. that neighborhood
2: yeah i i like a uh, close matchup as well um cincy the one thing that worries about me with cincy is they also if you look back at their playoff wins last year they squeaked a lot of games out by yep, by 3 sure. 5 6 whatever it was That's right That's not that unusual No yeah. so i mean they they are also good in close matchups which which makes this game even more of a nail biter But so have we been yep. and the advantage goes to us at home i believe I agree Uh so i'm i'm sticking with the bills and i'm going 31 27
0: I am not going to change my score even though you were close to it i'm going to go with 30 27 Very nice They're nice Same thing Home game. I think we're going to edge it out a little bit, but honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we went the other way either. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's, I mean, that's, yeah, it's tight, man. That's gonna this
1: be... is gonna, this is gonna tell everybody a whole lot about the Buffalo Bills in in this playoffs. Yeah, you know, because they they need to they need to trim the mistakes. They need to win, even if it's only by a few points. It doesn't matter. We need to make a statement. Just not not give the ball over like they did this past game. They just can't.
2: Agreed, and uh, I'm a firm believer whoever wins this game is your S- Super Bowl representative
1: from the AFC. Yes, I agree. man. I'm with you. I agree 100%. Yeah. All
2: right, let's go uh, offensive player of the game.
1: Yeah, let's start with offense. Anybody want to take a stab? I'm going to
2: say it has to be Josh Allen this game. I think there is no other way to look at it. If he plays a great game and he doesn't turn the ball over and he's not you know, red-faced, crazy Eye Josh, and he's calm and collected. That's what we need him to be. We need Josh to be very, very good this game. We win this game. That's that's my player of the game.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to kind of go with a wild one a little bit. I'm going to say Cook. I'd like to see him succeed. Um, He had a decent game. He did well this last game, and I think that – with the trepidation of what happened with all of the turnovers and everything, I think we're going to run it more and I'd love to see us find that opening and take advantage of it.
1: I, I like that a lot. Same. I like that a lot. Same. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So um, since we have a quarterback, we have a running back. Somebody has got to take a wide receiver, right? Like, it sounds I mean, like a plan. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I think it's going to be digs. I thought all you're going to no.
2: say playoff Dave. I, I thought about
1: <laughs> it. Big play Gabe, but yeah, I just think that it's going to be digs. Yeah. It's going to be plays like we saw on that long pass from Josh. He's been hungry. I mean, he he hasn't got yeah.
0: He hasn't gotten the validation that he likes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, yeah. It'd be nice yeah. to see him succeed again.
1: I agree. He, I mean, he had over 100 yards. That's a great game, but I really think he needs to get into the end zone maybe a couple of times. Yep.
2: I like it. Defensively, I'm stuck between two players. Uh, I'll just tell you, I'm stuck between Poyer and Ed Oliver in this game uh, because I think defensively, uh, our defensive line has got to be big in this game. Oh, yeah. But our back end also has to be very good because of the receivers. But I think end of the day with their offensive line injuries, I'm going to go with Ed Oliver specifically because if he can get a good push up the middle. You know that that's kind of where it starts, right? I
1: think he was that fourth sack last week. I think have yeah. Oliver had a sack.
2: So I'm going, I'm going Ed, Big Ed.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll
0: you know take the trade off and go with Poyer. That's the one that I took last week, and I'm still thinking it's a good bet. Yeah, I do too.
2: Yep.
1: Um, depending on what happens, the game last week against Baltimore, they ended up moving a fairly inexpensive or inexperienced guard to play tackle, a position he had never played. Or from what I understand. So I'm thinking one of the edge rushers is going to have a big game. Um, I'm going with Boogie Basham. I knew it. He had a sack. Nice. You know, I think he's underrated. He doesn't get a lot of opportunities, but when he gets them, he freaking gets to the quarterback. Get a good I,
2: strip sack or something. Yeah. That'd be, that's well needed. We haven't had a strip sack in a you, bit. You now. know,
1: that reminds me, too. Anybody know what's going on with Jordan Phillips? Uh, he still the play? shoulder, still the shoulder problem. So he probably won't be playing this week. You think?
2: I, dude, I, I'm not I sure. i they're a different sure. Team with Jordan Phillips. He was questionable last week, so I feel like that will 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 bump him up this I week. I think
1: that would be huge this week. We need I really him. do. We need him. He's such a big guy, and he's strong. He's fast. I think he's yeah. He got to mix him in there. It'd yeah, nice. he can play.
2: Yeah, we definitely need him big time. Yeah. yeah. So anything else, fellas?
0: I'm good, gentlemen.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. Tell them how to listen to the podcast, Jay.
0: You can find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ETD Buffalo. you can find our podcast on anchor.fm or wherever you like to listen to them. We're pretty much everywhere.
2: Guys, it's the visual playoffs, man. This is this is it. This is a big one. This is against win the Bengals. On. Yep. One and one and if you don't win, you're done. So yep. it's kind of like Gotta the one win. and done mentality. So it's a big one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Really hoping for a victory. Because we need it, right? We do. We need this one. So we do. thanks everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. And just want to end it with where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.